goddamn metronome off. I've absolutely drenched my phone here with water and my notes. Too many chords. Too many chords. Holy shit, I hate those guys. Somebody help these twins. It's time to figure it out, Ricky. Don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. Fucking figure it out, Rick. Hey, Ricky. <laughs> Rick, what you doing, man? Parents are on your case. Have, figure we, it have out. we figured out who Ricky is yet? No, Ricky is... No one knows who he is. It's provocative. <laughs> Gets the people going. Welcome to the show. Too many jams. Welcome, everyone. I'm Robbie Davidson. Mi nombre es Travis McKenna. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Um, and I know what you're thinking. What is too many jams? Are we talking about guitar jams? No. Are we talking about jams? Like parties? Like big jams? Too many parties? Jams like that you spread on toast? Yes. Are we? Yes, we're actually talking about Fruity Jams. What this name comes from was a book that we read, Robbie and I, as lost 20-somethings. It was called The Defining Decade, and it was supposed to be this book about figuring out your 20s, you know, figuring out what life's about. It was from a psychologist that just worked with all these lost 20-year-olds, and she was trying to save us all from being as lost as they were. And... Um, I guess, you know, I really took nothing from that book because I'm mid-20s. I'm lost AF. <laughs> I think Robbie's the More same. More lost read than ever. We read this book two years ago. Hasn't really cleared much up for us. So in the book, they had this study where they uh, had a basically like a grocery store and, and test participants like you're in the grocery store and they walk up to this stand and they were offered like a small selection of jams. You know, probably your typical, you know, blueberry. Raspberry. Rhubarb. Blueberry. I already said that. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> Did I say blueberry? <laughs> and uh, they were given like three choices of jam. And the people came up and they're like, yeah, great. Awesome. What, what's going on here? Okay, they get to try a jam and they get to choose their favorite and take it home. And they were super pumped. They tried all three. They picked their favorite. They brought it home. And they were so happy. They interviewed them after. And they're like, yeah, I'm so happy with my jam. Like, what a great decision. And then they're like, okay, what happens when we give them all, like all 20 jams? Like throwing in like mixed berry blackberry you know marmalade marmalade <laughs> throwing all these like gave them like 25 options and the people that came up to the stand these are new people in this next study and they had so much anxiety like more options gave them more stress a lot of them ended up not choosing a jam and the ones that chose their jams were like way less satisfied with their decisions and it's supposed to be an analogy for the life of a 20-something in this age of opportunity where we can accomplish anything. We're paralyzed. There's too many decisions. Pretty much all this book left us with was a continuous joke to make. Every time Travis and I got overwhelmed with the amount of decisions we have to make. So, you know, all we got from this book is that there's too many jams. There's too many fucking jams. We're trying to figure out what to do, and we're in our mid-20s, and, and we, we're sitting here like, oh, you know what? It's just too many jams. And that's what we're going to fix with this podcast. We're, we're going to try and figure out 
what jam is right for you. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go through all the jams. We're we're gonna narrow it down so you know it's the first day of that study when there's only a couple options of jam on the table where you know you do end up walking out of there with a jam or two. Yeah, and um, how we're gonna do it is we're basically gonna do this podcast and bring you um, all sorts of content on things we've experienced as 20 year olds topics we're dealing with where we bring in experts to talk to them about each of these individual issues some of our research some of our stories from our personal experience talking to friends of ours and basically it's not just about careers it's about life it's about dating about where you live about you know um, financial decisions happiness relationships and basically what we're going to do is we're going to bring in any interesting 20 year olds we can talk to that maybe have tasted those jams you know sour or not people that we think are interesting and uh, you know people doing um, in, in, interesting stuff in their 20s and basically anyone so. that would be interesting to a 20 year old they don't have to be 20 they could be 120 yeah, if they got exactly. something to say that we think is good we're going to bring it into our world which is going to include you fine folks as well, you fucking 20-year-old scum buckets. You lost, you lost souls. Lost souls out there that are, <laughs> that are listening to podcasts. Like we, That's exactly what happened to us. We were driving around listening to podcasts all the time, being like, this is great. Yeah, Trav got me hooked on podcasts. They're, uh, they've always got, um, you know, if you listen to the right ones, there's some valuable lessons and information you can take away from them. So we, uh, we do listen quite a bit to to podcasts in our spare time. But what we're going to do is take all those tidbits from life and put it in our podcast. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like an experiment. It's like we're figuring our lives out and like we haven't introduced each- ourselves really yet. Have we? Have we? Uh... No. We're just a lost disembodied <laughs> voice floating through the cosmos. Um, my name is Travis McKenna. I'm about uh, 300 pounds. Um, I am from the... Antarctic, and I enjoy ponies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have to say that's a fairly accurate depiction. <laughs> no, no. Um, I'm Travis, and I'm none of those things, but you know, my image is erroneous, irrelevant. Erroneous. Erroneous. <laughs> um, but I'm mid-20s. So picture... Brad Pitt. Now, now completely erase that image in your mind. And, and draw a Sasquatch. That's, you got me with a Grizzly Adams beard going right now. And I, I've i had my own story coming out of university where, um, and I know not everyone has this path. Uh, when we reference, you know, our stories coming out of university and stuff, that's just us. And that's why we have you know, we talk about it a bit more because it's our experience, but we're going to try on the show to bring in, you know, as people to talk about everything a 20-year-old might go through, whether it was college, whether it was writing to work, um, whether, who knows. Try and reach out to me- as many yeah demographics as we can. But to, just, uh, just so you have our story, um, I did go to university and uh, I, st- I tried to become a pilot. While becoming a pilot, I realized I didn't like that jam as a career, and I, I, I said, you know what, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, so I started starting businesses, I uh, made an app, I did a college pro painting franchise, a car detailing company, with varying success, like some really successful, some total failures, I learned a lot, and then when I graduated, I got a, I got a job, I gave up on that dream, and I was like, you know what, the pressure is 
tough to like a certain type of fucking mainstream jam. And uh, I luckily got a pretty bad concussion leaving school that, you know, made the first few years of my professional life pretty tough. But, you know, I... I should, we, thought, should we dig into that? That's a pretty good story oh, to tell. <laughs> another time. Oh, my God. That's an episode on its own. Um, let's just say I was assaulted by a, a gaggle. <laughs> what do you call a group of large women? Uh, I don't know. Is there a term for that? A uh, horde? <laughs> a, oh. a collection of large females assaulted me. Brutally assaulted him. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much paralyzed him. <laughs> and that's not even a joke. That was one of the. No, I, I've had many concussion sports, and not that was just one of the funnier ones. <laughs> but, but all all the all the bad ones have uh, have had to deal with uh, with interactions with females. I think. But that's a story for another time. Um, and I got this concussion, and you know, like it's been a struggle, no doubt, and it's really affected my life. But but what it did is, as I was getting better from this concussion. Um, I was able to kind of leave the mainstream. Like the pressure was off for a second. I took a look around. I realized, you know, there's more to work on. So I started this journey and, and Robbie didn't need a concussion to get there, but we're both, we both done a bunch of things. I, I have a jewelry company now and, uh, it's not going tremendously well to the point where I think I found my jam, but it's, it's going and it's, you going, know, well. it's going well enough. Uh, yeah, but steady, I don't know if it's the right jam for me. So we we also do a lot of music. We do a lot of photo, photography, video making, comedy, and we're just trying to figure out which way to go. Um, and then we got Robbie over here. He's got a pretty different story. So I, Travis and I met at school. I was at I went to uh, I went to Western for four years. Studied political science there. Thought I had a little bit of an interest. A little in, Trudeau in him. <laughs> which, you know, hasn't really seemed to be the case. Uh, I've, I've fallen off the map. Do you vote? <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into my political views <laughs> <laughs> on here just yet. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of fallen off the map in, uh, in the political sphere of things. And uh, since graduating, I've worked a lot of odd jobs i've bartended i've served worked in a warehouse I've sold flowers i worked at camp uh i've walked dogs a little more bartending <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of interviews for for jobs yeah but uh, nothing has really seemed to pan out just yet so here we are here we are right now and uh, where do we go from here, right? Well, that's yeah, that's Step what one. we're trying to figure out. So what this whole thing is going to be is this. Um, I actually don't remember what I was talking about. Um, what we're going to talk about. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, there's going to be some comedy. There's going to be some music. There's going to be a little bit about our story, like our personal development. But really all this is is, is holding us accountable to our personal development and trying to make something to help everyone else going through the same boat through that transition as well. And, you know, you can either take the advice of the people here or just kind of watch us go through, see if we fail. Maybe you want us to. That'd be cool too. You know, I, I need haters in my life. Um, uh, I only have two. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe build a little bit of community of, uh, you know, of people that are also struggling like us out there. So Robbie's low-key one of the smartest men on this planet. 
he just puts in that fucking genius every once in a while the community every every now and then i come up with uh, one or two good ideas that uh yeah, that everything else land, is so. hot garbage, <laughs> minus, minus the, the hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like next next step. So this is just an intro. This is just a little hey, how are ya? Uh, the music at the beginning we made. Um, and the music at the end. No, I don't know if we're gonna put that. We we make a lot of funny songs. We also make a lot of serious songs. I think throughout we might sample some of our music, uh, give reference to some of our creative work, some of the businesses we're working on, just to kind of like you know uh, keep you guys in the loop on our lives, but. Uh, the, the topic we're going to talk about in our first episode, just something that is pretty, uh, it's uh, what an issue that's like up front in our lives right now. I guess, yeah, very, um, you know, very, very hot topic. You know? yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone struggles, everyone complains about it all the time. It is the moving, the living situation of a 20-year-old. You know, what happens? Did you go to school? Did you stay at home? Did you get a job? How long did you live at home for? Did you move out right away? Did you move out at 18? Did, were you kicked out of the house at 15? Do you want to move out right now? Is Where do you it, live? Is it a city? Is it a country? I mean, uh, in the country, the rural areas? How do you make rent? Do you yeah. buy a place? Do you rent a place? Apartment or house? Because there's all, there's all different types of living as a 20-year-old. There's so many phases, depending on whether you went to school or not. Like, we're going to mostly talk about the experiences. Of, like, we're going to try to be as general as possible, but obviously we're going to have a little bit more experience than what we went through, which is, you know, the university living. Um, so we left home at 18. 18, yeah. Like, do you remember moving out that first time in, <laughs> in, when you're 18 years old so much freedom yeah so it's, much freedom you know, it's kind of scary into residence and the amount of noodles the amount of things you can do pretty it's, much with your with your free time you know no limitations i know i know trav took advantage of this and uh he's, he's got he's got a pretty funny story well you know like I know not everyone went to university and not everyone that went to university went to res, but for those who did, you might identify. And for those who didn't, just you'll, you'll, this will strike a chord because you'll get it. <laughs> but as an 18 year old young man, um, I moved into a room with a few buddies from school and a random stranger. How many guys? It was were in four that? guys in a room, but we each had our own like okay. individual pod. Yeah, you guys had like one of those. We actually suites. lived with like a floor staff member inside your suite. He lived in our suite, or no, so like there was our apart or like mini apartment. It was residence, but it was like an so apartment. There was five style. of you, four of us, three in a, three in this res guy. Oh, okay. and he he tried to play it all cool. Like I remember, he was like, "Yeah, I don't care if you drink. It's you know, university. <laughs> I don't care if you guys smoke or smoke whatever. Up. Smoke up, blaze up." And uh, you know, we weren't we weren't big smokers or anything, but we we knew we liked to party. And we we took advantage of that niceness, and I think he regretted it every day since because we were he couldn't go. He back was like a on med student, word. and he could not go back. And we were in first year, and let's just say there was one point in time where we would get up with sunset, party all night long, go out to the bars and stay up all night and wake. And sorry, go to bed with sunrise. Like we'd play video games, we'd do whatever we wanted all I'm, night. I'm sort of questioning, you know. A med student. What's he doing? Going back into first year, like living well, in the room with a resume booster to be like a floor staff member. Great, great experience. You get cheap living, and it works out ninety nine percent of the time. But when you get three demons like me and my <laughs> buddies, 
you know, maybe not the best decision all around, you know, but that being said, God bless him for letting us do that because he, he could have ruined it for us. You probably weren't the most desirable group for his And, and just for the record, he passed med school and everything works out. So, you know, like he's a great, his life is good. And he's probably better for that experience too, I hope. But anyway, like the moral, we're way off track here. The moral of the story <laughs> is living at, living away from home is different. And um, we were just, I, I one of my roommates was kind of like... <laughs> Persian guy kind of identify with like rap, you know, haircuts and clothing and stuff like that. And I remember one time he like took me with him to his barber in London and it was, it was called United Cuts. <laughs> United Cuts with a K and I'm pretty sure a Z. Like I, I, I don't know for sure. I'm pretty sure it had a Z as well. And this was like, I don't know what the proper term is. I'm going to say an urban establishment. And uh, let's just say like to paint a picture, they had, they had 2k going on in the lobby you know people just playing each other in 2k basketball <laughs> and uh and you know the music going on in there like i stuck out like a sore thumb i'm i'm a i'm a very irish looking man white boy white boy and um i get on the chair and like i'm just sitting there like kind of uncomfortable big burly guy comes up he's like well, what do you want man i'm like yeah. how how um how far into this was like into first year was this when you went to get this haircut? Not far, a few months. Okay. Still nice outside. And before Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like probably even before Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> like we're talking like I like a month. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, probably. Okay. And um, I'm in this chair and I'm just like, hey, yeah, you know, like a little off the top, like I always say when I go to the barber, and the guy just flat out said no. <laughs> <laughs> just shut you down. He's like, no, uh, we no. I was like, what? We don't have scissors like, here. We don't have, we don't have scissors. We only have buzzers. Uh, what do you want? Like a f shaved head, number one, number two, like fade. I'm like, what are these things, right? And uh, I'm panicking because I'm scared. And I'm I, like, I'm petrified at this place. They're all looking at me. And I basically, it just hits me like a, like a flash. I'm like, <laughs> I don't live at home anymore. I could do whatever I want. I don't have to go home after this. I could literally shave my head bald. There's no consequences. So I, I looked him right in the eye and I go, fuck me up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, I said, you just, you just gave him free reign. I gave him free reign. I said, what is the craziest hairstyle? And he go, Mohawk. I go, fire it up. <laughs> and he did fire it up. And I left that place with a Mohawk. My buddy's dying was of laughter. Sp spiked? Did you spike it up? No, too, it was like kind of like a faux hawk, you know, like a bit fatter. Yeah. So kind of like had this like punk look to it where it like fell off to like the side. Yeah. But boy, did I feel liberated. As a 20, I wasn't even 20, I was 18, not even in my 20s. So as a young man living away from home, yeah. um, I was liberated. Li liberated because you- were free. You could do whatever you want. Because you could do whatever you want or because you actually felt good about the way you looked in this haircut. I look like an idiot, but I rocked <laughs> Retrospectively it. or? Retrospectively. At the time, okay. I felt like a criminal, and it gave me power. <laughs> I literally, I felt like a skinhead with like, like, but like the good-hearted skinhead. You know, the one that like is misunderstood, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, well, like this story develops. You know it develops. I, I go yeah. home. Like, obviously, reality sets in when you're, when you're first time you visit home. 
And uh, my mom picks me up and I could just see the look in her eye. She already sees me getting stabbed in like a drug related incident with this haircut. Like she's t- petrified. My dad come, when I come home, my dad's calling me like a fruit and look, looking like a fairy and stuff. Traditional, you know, <laughs> traditional Irish family. And, um, but all out of jokes, but they, what they don't realize is when I go back to school, they haven't changed anything. I'm still like, once I leave home, I'm back. I'm back living on my own. <laughs> is, is Merck, you know, like pumping your tires about this haircut? And- Merck is the guy who, by the way, who brought me that my Persian roommate that brought me to this, this cut. Yeah. He's pumping my tires. He's saying, you look good. And, uh, we're at the mall one time shopping for some clothes and we walk by a Claire's and he just goes, you wouldn't pierce your ears. I go, yeah, actually, I, I can write wood. <laughs> don't live at home anymore. I can do whatever I want. And I marched right into that Claire's uh, after like maybe a minute of Googling which ear was the homosexual ear because I knew that was a major taboo to avoid. If this peer, you know, you can pierce the wrong ear. Yeah, there's yeah, there's one that identifies with homosexuality, and there's one that's yeah. Well, that doesn't. I almost like fucked that, but yeah, I Googled it and the girl sniped one of my ears with a nice little fake diamond stud and I looked, I looked gay with one earring in. I did. I looked in the mirror and I said, someone's going to sign me up for Grinder, even though it didn't exist at the time. I'm going to catch a, a fucking... I'm slap actually, on the ass walking through actually gonna be the pioneer of grinder one uh, yeah day. <laughs> i'm actually with this earring i'm gonna invent grinder um so i literally i just told her to pierce the other one even it out you know and it actually looked ma- like fine and masculine after that i left there were two big diamond studs keep in mind in a mohawk as well at this point and I'm still waiting for these pictures they are there's like four I, it was not a photograph time. I think people actively didn't take pictures of me. I guess, I guess, uh, I mean, cameras on phones and stuff. They, no. They, they hadn't really. Well, they, they were there. Yeah. I, I mean, people I had mean, the iPhones, yeah, three yeah. Gs. But like, but like in terms of sharing and stuff. Yeah, no. It wasn't at the same level. It wasn't at the same is. level. And there, right. was a, there was a few pics, but the moral of the story is you didn't live at home anymore. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted. And uh, obviously the next time I came home, my mom full-blown cried in the car. And I had taken a buddy back from school with me on the train when she picked me up at the train station. He's in the car with my mom crying. And, and she got a speedy ticket too on the way home. She was so, I've never seen her more distraught. Like she was literally saying like, I'm going to be in a, like a McDonald's and there's going to be a robbery and the cops are I think going to think I'm one of the robbers to <laughs> so just instantly shoot me in the face. His mom is like the sweetest woman yeah. ever. So innocent. and <laughs> But an absolute extremist when it comes to visualizations of what could happen to you. Like any mother, she takes to the extreme. And, uh, you know, I come home, my dad is just like, uh-uh. You know, he's like, nope. They think the next step is like full neck tattoos after this, right? And uh, my, my grandma was there too, and, and God bless her soul. She was on my side on this. Um, they're like, look look at him, Doris. Look at how he looks. Look at him. And uh, she, with her, you know, her old age, she couldn't actually make out the earrings or she just didn't notice it. And she thought my haircut, because it was kind of pulled off to the side, was just like some like 1920s, like peaky blind as Irish mobster like she thought i looked handsome so she's like i think he looks like a handsome young man and i was like thanks grandma she's more <laughs> at least one person yeah. supports me right but here. Uh, i was i was coming home and there was like a school visit we were going to um like a high school reunion and my parents were mortified that i was gonna go back with earrings and a mohawk so they they pay they when i was leaving the house they're like i'll pay you 50 bucks if you take those out for this 
It's a deal. I'm, I'm an <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> Thank you. I can just extort my lovely parents. And uh, so, yeah, they, they gave me 50 bucks, but that night I forgot to put them in and my holes grew over. So I was. It happens that quickly, eh? I guess it was. Yeah, it was like only a month, month or so. I really don't remember. It could have been less. Oh, like it was that. No, you know what? It, it, I don't. It was long enough that I really didn't expect them to close up. Yeah. It was. I was definitely surprised. But in the morning they closed up, and I was like, "Oh, gotta hop in the car back to Claire's," and and as I was leaving, they clearly discussed this. They had a set amount of money laid out to pay me to they, they had been planning something up they the whole up night all before night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how much should we get of them they paid What's me a good incentive like i don't really remember it was anywhere between two and four hundred bucks to never pierce my ears again and i had to agree and sign on it and i sold my soul that day wait tell me tell me you actually pulled out a pen inside i don't remember i think i honestly i i want to say no but there was definitely some sort of handshake on my word on my on my on our drafted family. a document no i don't think they drafted it i'll have to ask they them. contacted their lawyers like yeah i got a i got a i was uh what's the word subpoenaed <laughs> I, 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 so. I haven't seen enough suits <laughs> let's just say i was litigated <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, like that's just a little tidbit of, of life living on our own. And I, I have, I know you do too, a hundred fucking stories. And our buddy in the room right now is, is laughing and nodding, which I think is a, you know what? We're going to talk to him next episode. Actually, we're going to get his opinion. He seems to have things figured out pretty well right now. He's one of those 20, 20 somethings that has a, a vision and is rolling with it. Not to say he didn't have his struggles, which we could definitely talk to him about. Um, <laughs> if you struggled. <laughs> <laughs> we were there during the dark times uh, and the good times. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk to all these people. We'll get into next episode. This was just a preview um, and hope you enjoyed it. Hope you get it. Um, give us feedback on our Facebook page. Let us know we're new. It's just going to get better. So if you like the show, please share it with your friends, family, your bird. Your bird. Like your like your pet like your pet bird or your girlfriend like <laughs> both. Both. <laughs> you know, I know I know it's a bit of a touchy subject for you, Trav, because uh oh, you had some Don't bird, bring that up. Bird issues R. when you're R.I.P. Sunny and Georgina. <laughs> R.I.P. What what, uh, what happened there again? Wanna my birds with my birds? Yeah, yeah. What happened with your birds? Well, f for one, oh, they may not even be dead. I don't even know why I said R.I.P. My parents gave them to the movers um, yeah, when so we they, moved houses. They could have just let them. They just could have let them free, and uh, they could be flying around. Somewhere. No, the movers definitely took them. They, parents told me that later in life. They also told me that when one of them died on Valentine's Day, um, they just bought a new. Like one of them died on Valentine's Day, and apparently the other one died of heartbreak. So my parents just bought an identical matching set of birds. Is that I mean I mean what did they do like an autopsy on this bird and they determined heartbreak? Like how do you how do they know that's is that, is that You know what it's just how the death. story goes. All right? If one of them one of the animals dies, apparently the other one moped around and uh and just like keeled over as well, but me and my sister didn't even notice. My parents bought two identical birds and uh it just, it just. The only reason we noticed is because one of them couldn't fly anymore. Because when they bought it, it came with clipped wings, so <laughs> Georgina couldn't fly anymore. 
<laughs> they not know about the clipped wings. No, I guess not. Um, we obviously didn't clip them. We're not savages. But Georgina would hop around. We're like, why can't Georgina fly anymore? Ma, like, why can't Georgina fly? And I think I think we just got to the point where they were just like, okay, it's not fucking Georgina, all right? Like, you, uh, you learned. Yeah, and then, and then I couldn't love them the same. And I think they just gave them away to the movers. We've had enough of you goddamn birds. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get on this yeah, fucking yeah. tangent about birds? Well, yeah, you know what? My uh, when we moved houses when I was younger, I didn't really know what happened to my dog, but uh, I found out later on that uh, the neighbors ran him over. Like, like the day into li- like your current neighbors living. now? <laughs> no, no, they're uh, they're not around anymore. You had you had the murder. Because <laughs> that's I went, what I'm doing. I went, I went, I went on the deep web when I was four years old. You paid ten Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was on the Bitcoin game way before anyone else. But um, I've had some pretty sad animal stories. But you know what? I never, I never got another dog out of that. So well, that was very um, sad, everyone. I'm sorry we took you on that <laughs> sad, dark journey through pet history. Why do we even get here? What were we talking about? Um, sharing sharing the show you know uh, animals animals like to listen to yeah please share too. please share the show <laughs> <laughs> so so if you if you like us on uh actually like us on facebook at facebook we are at facebook.com forward slash too many jams as well if you could leave us a review on our itunes page it would be very helpful oh yeah please uh it helps get traffic and you know it just gives a little confirmation to other downloaders that the the podcast uh is legit and people are listening to it yeah it gives us a little boost too um and apparently itunes says look at that stuff if they see good reviews i think they they put it higher up on their recommended pages or stuff it would help it would just help so much itunes doesn't actually i've looked into this itunes doesn't actually uh you know give their secrets to how their algorithm works and they steve (laughs) from the grave how how podcasts (laughs) better than others but you know people have sort of tested a couple of their theories and you know this one seems to work so um as well we're gonna try a little giveaway here we'll see how well this goes depending on how well it goes we may do more down the road um you know, like I, I guess we'll find out, but uh, you know, this will be fun. So, to start out, if you like our Facebook page, and leave us a review on iTunes, we are going to select three listeners who did this to receive a little prize. So up for grabs, we have a hundred dollar gift card and two twenty five dollar gift cards to the LCBO that are, we are going to be selecting at random to give away to our listeners by taking a couple minutes of your time to write a few words and click a like button. Yeah, it'd be so, it'd be so helpful. Um, and when we mean at random, I mean like we're going to go through the list of people who did it. We're going to throw it in a hat. Robbie with his uh, moisturized, smooth hands is going to pull out <laughs> a name from this hat. Uh, three, I guess. What, what are you saying about my hands? Dude, like, do, have you ever done hard labor in your life? Like, or do you use O'Keefe's working hands? Because those are some right, fucking are, soft hands. What are O'Keefe working hands? Exactly. If, you, if if any of our listeners does any labor, they know O'Keefe's. And you, sir, <laughs> your hands are way too smooth. 
<laughs> you know what? Manual labor has never really been my forte. Yeah. Well, your hands fucking, they tell a story. <laughs> anyway, we're going to pull these names out at random. Um, and you know what? This is just an idea. If it works, we have no idea if giveaways kind of work on podcasts. But if it does and the podcasts get bigger, we're, we have ideas for like, you know, bigger giveaways. Especially on a podcast that has no listening base yes. at all right now. Yet. We could actually just be talking to like our parents right now, you know? <laughs> hey, hey, Ma. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the few people that we've showed. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, but yes, but anyway, we'll see. And the reviews would help us see, uh, with that being said, I'll tell you a little bit about the structure going forward. This is our first episode. This was just an intro. Like there wasn't too much content in here. We just wanted to give you a little like kind of teaser of what's going on. Uh, what we'll do is every two weeks, we're going to release an episode. We guarantee that every two weeks we'll release an episode. Um, next episode, we actually got our friend Cody on who took us through his entire process purchasing a condo and my God, was it informative. He had budgets. He had his entire timeline. All the I things. learned so much. Yeah, dude, I, I actually learned so much and uh, he gave way too much uh, time. We were super appreciative of it, but it made for a great episode. So if you're considering uh, purchasing a condo if you're considering renting or moving out it's great to consider this he took us like start to back i mean from thinking about getting a condo saving up money getting the down payment realtors choosing the buildings what to look for um what is literally like, everything i mean everything his budget now what it takes to live in a, in a condo like it was insane um and uh you know, we're we're a little ways out of that. You know, maybe maybe ten, twenty years, but <laughs> I fucking hope not. Um, for, for, yeah, hey, who know. knows? Maybe maybe we'll live in the Andes in shacks, not condos. Never know where life's gonna take us. Um, but yeah, that being said, we're gonna do an episode like that. That's informative every two weeks. But what we're gonna do, like on top of that, is we're gonna sprinkle in little mini episodes, like kind of just like at random like maybe we talk to a friend that's like super funny or we think something's cool and we record it we might put together like little episodes that are compilations of good stuff just as treats um but uh i think we could wrap everything up here and just to say uh there's something called the show notes that has all the information you might need from this episode so if we like if we reference anything like a link to our fb page or a place to give us a review or even like a link to this song that we might play at the end of the podcast. If you want to listen, a link to the actual podcast itself, all that can be found in the show notes. The show notes can be found by clicking the podcast on iTunes or even clicking the Facebook post we shared. Um, in that Facebook post, just if you click show more, you'll see a lot of that stuff. Uh, and yep. anything to add there, Berto? Um I think I think you covered it all. Yeah, we're, we're we're this is a learning process for us as well. So we'll include some music, some funny stories, some funny people, some good stories, good people, all the all the stuff that we can add to make this an entertaining learning experience, and also show you about our journey, what we're going through. And uh, I think on that note, fucking see you next Tuesday. So we've got a little clip to share with you. <laughs> oh, here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a super serious song. Uh, take it. With the utmost seriousness. Uh, I'm working on this for quite some time. Quite a while. Yes. Here we go. Good night. Hey, baby. Now, can you tell me one thing? What's a tall, smart, pretty young thing like myself doing without your number, girl? Cause it's 
Teaching you these games, I can't seem to play alone. 